Well, we have, we gotta get that out of the way. Yes, every time. Yeah. All right. Are we ready? <laughs> yes, we're ready. <laughs> Welcome to We Can't Be Friends. We're having conversations with your ex as possible. Hi, y'all. It's T Millie, and I am Plain Shane. And today we will be discussing my nanny, my Hi, grandma. Mom. So we're going to have my nanny on the show. She's a very important person to me. She's my bestie nanny. That's what we call each other. Uh, she's bestie nanny and I'm bestie grandson. And I just really wanted to have her on our show because I personally, you know, she might not necessarily agree, but I personally think that she lived a pretty interesting life and still continues to live a pretty interesting life. So I want to talk about her upbringing, uh, you know, a lot of the things that happened for her as a child, she had some pretty crazy things happen to her as a child. And then as a young teenager, first adoption, she had some pretty crazy relationships. You know, um, my stepdad and her other daughter, you know, they kind of traveled all over the United States while they were growing up, just trying to figure things out, wound up back in Columbus and eventually ended up in my life and it's been a treat ever since so i just kind of wanted to bring her on here and talk about it i think i'm gonna let terrell start the interview off since yes nanny i want to ask you were you born and raised in columbus yes all your life i was born in columbus and i was born at mount carmel west what where do you know where what side of town you lived on when you were born uh we did not my parents lived at russell and high Russell and High. Mm-hmm. Where is that? That's like down by Goodell it's Park. On the other side of it. Yeah. Two, like where the convention center streets, is. It looks like an alley. Wild. Oh, it looks yeah. completely different now, Nanny. Oh, sure. <laughs> I don't doubt that a bit. That's, that's, that's area is jumping. That's the short north. I know. Yeah. It's we used to completely party different at the, uh, at the uh, cemetery over there. Which is not there. Oh. There's not a cemetery there we anymore. Used to, we used to go to Goodell Park and, and drink. I used to drink beer up there. <laughs> <laughs> and did you live up there in the short north for a while? No. 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 Lived at Livingston and Seymour. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, we moved there in uh, April of 1960. And you were born in 1945, so when you were 15, you guys ended up on Livingston and Seymour. Mm-hmm. We lived at uh, Maine and Gilbert when they had a terrible flood. In Columbus, uh, it, it affected the west side and the east side, and we were right in the middle of it. And it was like pouring rain, and people were killed. It was a flood. Like it was like a catastrophic and, flood? Uh, and uh, ni- 1958. See, and that's an, uh, Nanny is so good with years. Except for day before yesterday. Right. So her her <laughs> memory is very wild. She remembers some crazy things, like down to the day of the week and what the temperature was and everything. <laughs> so there was a flood in 1958. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah, because it, it was in April because it had snowed a lot that winter, and then it rained on the snow, and it flooded. It was terrible. One of our friends, and... I can't remember his name, so he couldn't have been too good a friend. But he was he was trying to get all the horses out of the barn and down to dry land. And him and the horse he was riding on were killed. 
Jeez. But the ones, the other ones got away, so they weren't killed, but he was. I don't remember his name. It's terrible. That's what happened when you get over my age. <laughs> <laughs> Senioritis. Yeah, it's just, it's, I'm a queen-ager. A queen-ager. <laughs> Period. Period. All right, so let's start from the beginning. You were born in 1945, yes. July 20th, Cancer. Just like yes. me, that's probably why we click so well. <laughs> and I always remember you telling me that you were born the year that they signed the treaty for the Second World War. Mm-hmm. That's just something that always stuck in my head. Was April. You that. It was in April. I wasn't born yet. It was in April 1945. Mm-hmm. And I was born in July. Same here. It's the same year. And another thing that stuck out to me was that you told me that something happened to you as a child that made you go blind. Can you tell us about that? I was three. I got hit between the eyes with a ball bat. I mean, it sent me flying, according to my dad. I, I, I was three. I don't remember. But that by the time I was four, I, was, I couldn't see at all. And it was when I was, the year I was 12, we lived in Tennessee and my grandmother my nanny it was my nanny she, her and my grandpa they paid for surgery for me so i could see he said it won't be perfect and you'll have to wear glasses and i just said that's okay mm-hmm. so i was in bandages for like four or five months though how did you end up getting hit what happened <laughs> it was my fault i walked around behind the batter because i i evidently wanted to watch him play ball and he was at bat so that's where the action was. I guess I always like to be where it starts. <laughs> and that's what my dad said. And I said, three? Okay. I'll agree. And he went to, and it caught me right there, right here. Split in the middle. Right in the middle. And like you slowly lost vision yeah. over your years worth of time and it went blind. That's so wild. Within a year. And the boy that did it, he tried to commit suicide because he felt so bad. Really? Because I was, I was just little. And he was like 12. I think his name was Bobby something or other. I don't remember his last name. And it, it took a lot of convincing. He felt My terrible about said, it. Oh, yeah, he did. He felt really bad. He was like 12, but I guess he cried his eyes out, according to my dad, is what his mom said. Well, at least he had a conscience. Right. Yeah, he didn't mean to. It was my fault, not his. I walked up behind him. He didn't walk over and hit me. And so let's talk about when you went to Tennessee and you got this corrective surgery and seeing again for the first time. The first thing I seen was that doctor. He was cute. (laughs) (laughs) And I was 12. My first crush. <laughs> Love at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> or second sight. He was, tall. he was tall and me, not so much. Right. So I was in the hospital. I was only in the hospital for like six or eight days. But then I was in bandages for a while. And so my mom and dad wanted my brothers to take me for a walk because I'm like, it was, it was in August. It was August. It was after August the 7th. I remember, I remember that day. I don't remember getting hit. I just remember the surgery. Yeah. And they had to go behind my eyes and clip out scar tissue. Mm. But see, because it was blocking your, mm-hmm. okay. If I would have had the, the, if they would have known about the surgery when it happened, I, it, why wouldn't it went blind? Okay. Uh, but that wasn't really, See, back then, they didn't really 
doctors didn't really know a whole lot. Right, we're talking 1948 when this happened. If you were three when you got hit. Wild. I know. I, I don't remember. I was my dad said I was out in the back sitting on this sitting on this blanket, just sitting in the sun. This was after I come home from the hospital. And I was out back and this girl that lived there were there were only like two or three houses on our street. And then there was hills that went everywhere in Tennessee. And I was sitting out back on this blanket. And the girl that lived down the street come up with a pair of scissors and cut all my hair off. <laughs> she did what? Cut it all off. Cut all my hair off. Why, Why? she cut off your hair? I was three, and I didn't. I guess it's, it just didn't matter. What? Wild. Now I know you don't remember getting hit, but you obviously remember growing up from four to twelve being blind, right? What was that like? I guess after a while, I got used to it. I learned sign language in my hands. Mm -hmm. That's how I learned sign language. Did you learn Braille? Yeah. I couldn't do it now. Right. Because I've had my sight back for a long time. Mm -hmm. it, but it was, it was hard getting used to, though. I'm sure it was. After not seeing, and then <clears throat> at first everything was just a blur. But I even accepted that. You know, I mean, anything would have been an improvement. Right. That's and just so I wild to me. That's super wild. And I I seem to survive so much. I've had so much happen since I've known you. Mm -hmm. What that, year did you graduate? And what high school did, did you go to? I didn't graduate from school. I went through the ninth grade because I sucked at school. I really did. I sucked at school. Not everything. I mean, I got I got I got A's and B's in some like in math. I always got an A. I'm good at math. And I could spell, but that only brought my grade in English up to a C, which is passing. Mm -hmm. But I quit, I quit so I could go to work and help help my mom and dad. My dad mostly. My mom, she was so mean. What was like? What was one of your first jobs? My very first job was working at Allen's Cleaners on West Broad Street. My uncle Allen owned a cleaner cleaner. Like a dry cleaner? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because that was one of my first jobs. <laughs> I was uh, fourteen. I was 14. He just needed for me to fill in for the lady that usually works worked for him. But I didn't mind doing it. He'd come and pick me up and take me home and paid me. And <laughs> he paid me to sit and do nothing. Nice. But I answered the phone for him. I sewed a, I sewed a skirt up one time behind his back. Like as a job? Yeah. But I told him I did it. And he said... He said, well, it doesn't look like it. Have you ever sewn before? I said, no. And I haven't, and I don't sew now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you could. Yeah. I used to sew initials in my jeans and stuff. I put a, I put a KMA on the butt of my jeans to kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after regaining your vision, so this is around the time you're going into your teenage years. Yeah. What I are was... some memorable experiences? Oh, climbing my first tree. <laughs> I climbed my first tree. Yeah. I I liked it. I liked climbing the tree and playing football with my brothers. Yeah, I never got to play any games or anything. They were always afraid I'd get hurt. Oh, what's worse than getting hit in the fucking head with a ball bat? <laughs> I mean, right? You survived that. I mean, you did. <laughs> but yeah, I used to do all kinds of stuff. And then you started working. Mm -hmm. To help out your mom and dad. So what was your relationship like with your parents? 
my my relationship with my dad was really good. One with my mom, not so because she she was an alcoholic. Right. She she said she wasn't an alcoholic that she was a drunk because she ain't going to none of them damn meetings. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> she ain't going to no alcohol anonymous. She said, "Look here, I'm a drunk." That's what she said. She's a drunk. She could she could drink two half gallons. Let's see what was it, Jim Bean. Something like that in a week, just her. She never shared it with anybody, just her. Wow, had her ready. Did she like drink in the morning? She no. She actually, I don't remember. I don't remember because I used to fix her because she worked at the um by where Club Flex was, the pharmacy, Siegel's Pharmacy. She worked at the pharmacy with uh. Jerry Siegel, he was a, he was a, he was a deputy sheriff. Okay. And he had that, he had, he had the, the club flex and the pharmacy. The sheriff owned the club flex and the pharmacy. And then he sold it to this, this wimp. <laughs> His name was uh, Joe Shade, I think. But see, Jerry Siegel, he, he wasn't backward about anything. I mean, if he thought somebody was hiding in your house, he'd break your damn door down. He didn't care. And one time, when they were closing up, these guys came in and tried to rob him. And see, the thing, they didn't know. They should have checked to see what kind of place it was. But they didn't check the... Jerry the whereabouts. Siegel always carried his gun. Well, one of them got shot and killed. Uh-huh. And the other one got away. Of course, not for long, but... Somebody told on him because they offered a reward. I mean, he, he felt bad for a long time because Bobby McKnight was his name, and he was 18. And that's what made him feel bad because he was only 18. He said he'd never shot anybody before. Mm-hmm. And that was in, uh, I already had the kids. I already had, and Ginger and Bill, I already had them. So that was a while back. Yeah. How many siblings do you have? How many siblings? I have two, two brothers and a sister, and I have two half brothers that passed away. And guess when? When? Two thousand thirteen. Both of them. Yeah, because uh, Jimmy he passed away in January, and Charlie passed away in March and June. Mm-hmm. They were my half-brothers, but they were still my brothers. Right. But I have a sister that lives on the east side. Uh, I call her Bangy because I never could pronounce her first name. I can now. It's Audrey. And, uh, <laughs> and then I have a brother, Tom. He lives in, of all places, the mountains of Arizona where it snows this deep. I thought that's why he left here. <laughs> it was because of freaking snow. It wasn't. No, he moved to snowier. Yeah. Then there's my brother, Bill. He lives in Florida. He was he's he retired from the army after twenty seven years. He was a paratrooper. Okay. He was first time he came when he came home from Vietnam. He was going to he was going to work the thirty days he was home, and so he asked me to wake him up. Boy, he should have told me. He should have told me that he had anyway PTSD so of oh, something because <laughs> I went in to wake him up and I'm like Bill, boy, that was a mistake, man. Popped me right in the face, and I went flying out of the room. You touching him triggered his PTSD, and he knocked you out. I I didn't think about it. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. think about it. 
even after the way he was treated when he got off the plane. It was terrible. People were just, they, they were terrible. They threw rocks at him and spit at him. And the soldiers of Vietnam when they got back? The ones what? that went and fought? That's crazy. The ones that went and fought in Vietnam? Why was they treating them like that? Because they were, they were in Vietnam and we lost that one. But it wasn't his fault. Right. He's always a freaking go-getter. Anybody that jump out of a fucking plane, they gotta be a go-getter. Right. <laughs> this is true. I won't even jump off the steps. <laughs> <So> <laughs> not a chance. But he was, he, he took up for me at school, but at home he would have kicked my ass in a heartbeat. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what it. But he took up for me at school. I used to get bullied at school. For what? Because I was big mm. and short. I was built close to the ground. And you weren't. And then I've always, I've never been little. I've never been a little person. I guess that's why I don't really, I like to eat. I can't help it. And I'm a good cook. I fix everything good. I have a surprise for you to take home. Okay. Love that. <laughs> you will. <laughs> it's potato salad. Ooh, yeah. One of the little bowls like mm -hmm. I fixed you. Yeah, I already ate on mine. Perfect. I, I ate mine with chips. <laughs> but anyway. So my next question was about your first pregnancy. Oh, that was Lisa. Oh, God. I had a time with her. She weighed nine pounds, 12 ounces. Oh, Jesus. I'm, seriously. I used, to, I used to have to walk back like this. I got arrested one time. When I was pregnant with her, because they said I went through a window about this big. I couldn't have went through a window when I wasn't pregnant, not that <laughs> big. So I wasn't at the police station very long, but mm -hmm. you know, it's not even on my record because mistaken identity. Come on, really? When the policemen see me, they should have known. I mean, I was out to here, so that's nuts. That is, it is. So I had her on August eleventh in nineteen sixty three at. Uh, OSU, and I really, I didn't have anywhere to take her, so I had to give her up for adoption, but I got to spend 15 minutes with her, hmm. so I wrote a quick note and stuck it in her blanket. I apologized to her about 100 times, I think, and, and I sang, you, you are my sunshine. Mm -hmm. She was so pretty. It was, it was hard. Yeah. It was hard to do. Then I had Ginger. I waited a few years. She was born May 16th. 1967. <clears throat> she was, I was supposed to have her on May 14th, and May 14th was Mother's Day. And uh, I wasn't even having any pains or anything, so we went down to the Eagles Club for Easter. So uh, we were dancing and stuff, and here comes this guy named C.B. Featherston following me around with a basket about this <laughs> like this. Waiting for the baby to fall out. <laughs> but that was Sunday, and I went into labor on Tuesday. I took the bus. To the hospital? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Two buses. What? Because I was on Livingston and Seymour. So what I did was I gave myself an enema, and I shaved, because they, sha they shaved me when I had Lisa in, they cut me. I said, well, that won't fucking happen again. <laughs> so I shaved myself, and... I called a cab because I had money for a cab and they wouldn't take me because I was in labor. Yeah. 
and I seen the bus coming and yeah, hopped on the bus and I got a transfer and hopped on the town street west or the mound street mm -hmm. it went down town street and it wasn't we were like three blocks from the hospital my water broke mm. <laughs> and I'm just, I guess I hollered a little bit while I was on the bus and so the bus driver stopped the bus and went up to Mount Carmel and got a nurse and ordered me nice <laughs> did it go quick after that yeah that was about I was on the I got on the bus about 10 till noon and uh, or 10 till 1 and I had ginger at 437 that was quick labor and it was a Tuesday yeah it was <laughs> it hurt <laughs> I and I didn't take any I watched uh, I watched them being born I watched them being born I didn't take anything and then Bill other Bill he was born uh, July 3rd 1968 and he was little he weighed 613 and a half well that's not little but was little to me little compared to your other two well, right. yeah, Ginger weighed 7 pounds and I forgot Seven pounds, two ounces. Or she had no. She looked like a peeled onion. She had no hair. <laughs> she had no hair. No hair. And then before we left, I had to stay in the hospital three days with her. And before we left the hospital, she had eight or nine hairs growing right over here, right down through here. Mm. Eight or nine. <laughs> Come over. <laughs> That's funny. No. Growing up, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a diamond smuggler. A diamond smuggler? Mm -hmm. Or a dope peddler. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what. Actually, the first thing I wanted to be was a bank robber. <laughs> I did. I wanted to be a bank robber. Straight to the gold. No. It'd probably be easier to be a diamond smuggler. I could probably do that. <laughs> oh, I love it. But I'd walk into a bank and they'd know. They'd say, she's going to rob you. <laughs> <laughs> they'd know. I'd look guilty when I do something wrong. I do. You can tell the guilt all over my face when I do something wrong. I think that's the best <laughs> I've ever heard that question answered in my whole life. <laughs> right? <laughs> diamond <Well>. smuggler. <laughs> I, I hear there's money in it. Yeah, <laughs> diamonds for sure. Is a girl's best friend. <laughs> I don't particularly care for him. <laughs> I bet you wanted to be a diamond smuggler. Uh, oh, not for myself. See, I like my silver. Like she wanted myself. to smuggle them and sell the them money. for oh, the money, oh, the bread. Throw money all over the place. So, speaking of you know jobs and things like that, so as a young adult and a teenager, what were some of the jobs you had? I was a car hop at the Burger One Mainliner. It was like, like with the rollerblades. Oh no, no, I got I, I could roller skate, but this was I, I was only fifteen. Okay, <laughs> they, they had roller skates then. Okay, and shoe skates. Because I used to go skating on Saturday, twenty five cents. Twenty five cents to skate on a Saturday. Twenty and. Like twenty five cents if you had to rent the skates. Oh, swear to God, that's all. Fifty cents to go skating. Mm -hmm. It's probably it was, like twenty five dollars to go skating and now. And the bus was only twenty five cents. 
But if you wanted to go to the movies, like at the Southern Hotel, it was only 25 cents. The popcorn, I think, was only 50 cents. It might have been 25 cents. I didn't like going to the movies. It was always too freaking noisy. <laughs> but I like being, I, I like working at the, uh, as car hop. It, I just got the food put on the tray and then hooked it up to the car. I made pretty good tips because they they got good service. Yeah. And then there then there's those assholes. Right. Then there's the assholes. They they never want to tip you, and I told them I said that's all right. I'm worth a lot anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the right. good ones always outweigh about the bad ones normally. It's normally some sort of balance in that industry. We had a pretty good boss too. It was a huge place, huge. And then I didn't work on Sunday, so me and my mom and dad would go there and eat on Sunday. They had the best. They did. I loved their chicken. And what are some other jobs you had? Uh, let's see. Just down the street at Nelson and Livingston, going back towards Seymour, was a bar called Leaves. Because they, they had one at Champion and Livingston, too, or they did have. And I worked there for a minute. What'd you do there? I was a, not a barmaid. I was a waitress. And they had weekends. Woo, they was busy on the weekends. But I liked working there. But uh, my mom didn't like me working there. She, she always used the worst language, too. She said she didn't want me hanging around all them jungle bunnies. Jungle bunnies? That's the way she was. Yeah. Not my dad. My dad would never said nothing like that. He was you would love my dad. My dad was just the sweetest guy ever. How my mom could be so mean to him, I don't know. Didn't they know a bunch of musicians too? Oh yeah. I met a few. They they met during a show because my mom was an exotic dancer and she danced in a chorus line. And then he was in a band and played with I forgot. I know he played guitar, but I think he played bass fiddle in this one. Now, I'm going back to, you know, when they met. And this was in uh, Greenville, Tennessee. Because my, my mom was born in Knoxville. <laughs> anyway, my mom was born in Knoxville. She was born in uh, October 14th in 1919. And my dad, October 10th, 1911. Wow. My grandma was born in, uh, on... November 20, 28, 1901. Oh, dang. And my grandpa was born October 26th, I think it was 26, 1890. Wild. 1890. Boy, you talk about somebody had stories. Yeah. He had stories. I get so much from the stories, though. Like, I love <laughs> all your stories. Oh, and you've only heard part of them. Yeah. Because I'm pretty damn old. <laughs> <laughs> but when uh was i ten oh i was talking about the job at weebs mm -hmm. when, and i did like that pretty well but you know my mom should just should run her mouth all the time about it and when during the day but she never said anything after my dad come home from work mm. he would have never put up with that yeah he would i think he would have just told her to shut her mouth or something but she would have. But we were talking about how they met and your dad was doing a show and your mom was yeah, a and dancer. Yeah, and she was, 
She's and I guess what I guess she said what happened was they were doing a thing like this and a boot popped out of her <laughs> her top because it was a strapless and, and her boot top popped out of her top. And I guess he my dad did something to the string and it broke on his bass fiddle. <laughs> yeah. But when they had my sister, they weren't married. I didn't know that until I already had my kids when I found that out that they weren't married. But they they got married and uh she was my sister was born in forty three and they got married in forty four, but they told me they got married in forty one or something like that. How'd you how did you end up finding out that they got married later? Well, I got kind of nosy. <laughs> and I went across some papers. I sent away for their marriage. Investigate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said, I need to receive something. Yeah, because I, I knew somebody was lying. I knew they were. Something wasn't adding up. Yeah. But so, who were some of the musicians they played with? Oh, they, they knew mostly country ones. Country. Uh -huh. They knew Archie Campbell. They knew. They knew most of the people on Hee Haw. Most of the people that were on Hee Haw, except for the newer ones. He knew all the old ones. And uh, Skeeter Davis, I had her. She signed my uh, book when I was at Old McDonald's Farm. She was there and... Uh, that was like a music festival type situation? Yeah. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, I didn't really want to go, but I didn't want to stay inside, and they wouldn't let me go anywhere else, so I had to go with them. So I grabbed my autograph book. It was about this long. And about that thick, and by the time I left that place, I had signatures everywhere. Got uh, Carl and Pearl Butler, and uh, oh god, there were so many signatures. They don't even do that hardly anymore. I know. Nothing's authentic. <laughs> well, I don't think it's right, you know, because I think if people want to autograph from somebody that they're really a big fan of. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't a fan of hard. I didn't hardly know. I didn't know any of the people, you know, I didn't know any of them, but I mean, they were, they were just starting out as stars and hell yeah, that book would have been worth a bunch. Yeah. Cause I still would have it, but I'm pretty sure my sister took it. I'm pretty sure she did. Because it disappeared and she was the only one in the house. Mm. Your memory. Huh? Your memory is just something else. Well, see, to me, that was pretty important. Mm -hmm. That autograph. Because yeah. that was a... We we drove... He My dad drove forever before we ever got there. I think it was on the east side. And it was far. It was pretty far. We drove a couple of hours. I think that's far. <laughs> yeah, that, that is far. So, but it was really nice. It was really a nice place. I don't care for country music either. I think it pretty much sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> but now I do. But, but back then I listened to it because I had to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I never understand that. I mean, we. I met so many of their friends. My my dad's sister Blanche, she was married to Homer Meacham, and they had the TV station Channel Six when it was over on Harmon down that way. And my dad was on that show, 
His name was Cowboy Jim. Cowboy I have a picture Jim. of him from when he was on there. And uh, on Channel Six. Mm -hmm. That's where it originated. In this, it was a little building. Oh, hey, I don't know. <laughs> I was just a little feller then. Yeah. And uh, I love hearing stuff like that. That's so they cool. They used to, to they used to advertise Bosco. <laughs> it's a chocolate drink. Okay. It's chocolate syrup. I used like a Yuhu? Huh? Like a Yuhu? Chocolate syrup. Like so like Nestle, not Nesquik. Oh like, no, the Hershey like uh syrup. Mm -hmm. That's only in a jar. Okay. Interesting. For like sixty nine cents for a jar like this big and this tall, which I thought was Everybody thought that was expensive. I'm <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> now they, they'd be surprised at how much that crap costs. I, they used to catch me eating it out of the jar. Mm. I used to eat it out of the jar. <laughs> I can say a very interesting situation is when the first time Shane told me that we were coming to meet you and we pulled up to a funeral home. I was so shocked. <laughs> I said, did you say we was going to see your nanny house? She's like, yeah. She lives here. Yeah, I want to so. know how is it living in a funeral home? Quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I started my twenty second year last November. Congratulations! Yeah, so my nanny's been living here and working in this funeral home for about twenty two years, and she's she answers the phones overnight. She registers their flowers. Answer the door answer the door when nobody else is here, stuff like that, just like all kinds of random errands yeah, and most stuff. most boring job is babysitting Babysit the, the office. So how'd this job come about? I was working at Caskey Cleaners. Dry cleaner? Yeah, over on uh, Front Street or whatever that yeah. is. And Debbie Kinzer, she ran the cash register. She said, hey, Barb, you want a job? I said, why am I fired? <laughs> and she said, no, you can keep this job. And I said, what's the catch? She said, was living and working at a funeral home. I said, oh, okay. So she told me which one. And I got my, after work, I got my stuff. And I dropped it off because I lived over on Gate Street with them. And I dropped my stuff off and came over here. But Ethel had already left. So I came the next day. And then she called me. I can't remember how long it was after that. She said, are you ready to move in? I said, I'll move in right after Thanksgiving, and Thanksgiving was that week, mm -hmm. Thursday. And I moved in the Saturday after Thanksgiving. All my stuff fit in Bill's Bronco. Uh-huh. I remember the day you moved out. It all fit in Bill's Bronco. <laughs> I know, right? Because she lived with us when she moved here. Mm -hmm. I like I like it. I like it here, but just... Like I told, I told Shane, I'm, I'm just tired of working. Yeah, I am. But maybe I think I think maybe when we hit the lottery, because I can't say if I have to say when. When I know that's right. Manifesting. Sure do. Me and Nanny have been playing the lottery for. We've been we've only been playing the classic lotto. This is only the yeah. second ticket. Yeah. But we've been playing the Powerball ticket for about a year. It's been at least a year, at least. And only the second time, I think it was either the first, I think it was the first time, because this is the second time we played it. The first time was when we won the $100. Mm -hmm. 
and we've only won two dollars on it so far but there's still two more draws you got to play to win yeah and we've been playing off and on we did the mega millions for a long time been a we've long been time. playing the lottery since 2014. Mm -hmm. long ass time hey you got to play to win you got to play to win you know and i i always say that only rich people can can uh win and i'm like but look at that i'm rich i'm rich in beauty mm -hmm. period I, mean, I am a beautiful person on the inside i can't say much about this but i'm still beautiful inside you're beautiful outside too period and just like i tell shane when i walk down the street i know i'm all that and a bag of chips hello <laughs> I, know she that's right. I do i strut that way people leave me alone because like i said i don't know if i can still fight or not but growing up you used to when i was growing up you, you were still fighting i know as a, <laughs> as a queen ager you know what all, all somebody had to do was put their hands on me come on don't and especially when they walk up behind you what are you going to do if somebody grabs you by the shoulder and they're behind you you're going to react that's what i do i turn and yeah. <laughs> i know that's right i don't even look to see who it is right i, even look. I remember you coming home and telling a story about that some guy tried to attack you at the speedway a block away and you fought him and you knocked his teeth out in the in the uh parking lot over there it was over that way yeah in the parking lot yeah because he, he he i was coming home from work that was when i worked to 11. Oh no, that was that was because they found the teeth in the parking lot over there <laughs> by the by the um in that in that gravel driveway yeah, by behind the, the house. Yeah. yeah, over there where me and Bill used to live in that driveway. Because mm -hmm. he jumped me over there and he should not have done that. <laughs> he shouldn't have done that. I know that's right. He's probably still got teeth somewhere over there. I know because I knocked most of these ones out. And I actually only found three. <laughs> he only found three of them. He shouldn't uh, have did that. Uh, that I got awesome. him right, right that here. Awesome. And that's Square where I in the mouth. Right here. Mm -hmm. That's where I aimed. Because I had all kinds of scratches and stuff. You should see me using all kinds of stuff. I said, God, I hope he ain't got no disease or nothing. Right. It was mm -hmm. wild. I don't think I'd want to fight anymore because... I don't know. But the fact that you were still fighting at that age even and defending yourself is kind of incredible to me. And I've, I've had fights since I've been here. Mm -hmm. Coming back from uh, Giant Eagle. Yeah, I remember you that know, too. And I, you know what I tell them? I'm coming from the store. I ain't going to, I have no money. I just went to the store. Why would I have money? <laughs> Come on, really? Should yeah. use common sense. So I know growing up, just with you being my grandma, you, you, you're very inclusive. And that came from, you know, your upbringing. You had an Uncle Alan, right? And he was yes. a drag queen. I've been, I've been around the drag world since I was 13. And I just, I really want to figure out who he was. I just, I just know his real name. I never knew his drag name. Now, my dad and mom had a picture of him in drag. And this, it was such a beautiful gown and it blonde wig i didn't even know it was him <laughs> I, I didn't recognize him that's the first time i've seen him in drag i knew it was him because he told me it was him mm -hmm. but 
but I don't know where it is because my mom took pictures with her when she went to Florida and then my brother sent them to my sister. I want to get to the bottom of this. I got to figure out some way to figure out who he was and drag. The only place I knew that he played was upstairs at the grotto. But that was, God, that was so many years. That was, I don't even know if it's still there. If you guys are listening, the grotto, if anybody's heard of it, contact me. I want to talk about it. They, their, their shows were on upstairs and then they had like a bar and stuff downstairs. And so the drag shows were upstairs. Yeah, they wouldn't let me go there. Was the grotto the same thing as the garage? Oh, no. The garage no, this was different. Is, the grotto was on, right on North High. And the garage was like on Gay Street. Yeah. Off of High. And you guys called it the Gay Rage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still do. I still do. Sometimes. They tried to, re- they reopened the garage and it was open for a long time. And then they re-reopened it recently. I want to say like five, six years ago and it did not go anywhere. It flopped. It did? Yeah. And they put a lot of money into it. From well, see, that's, I don't know what the deal was because they used to have like a zillion people in there because it was a big place. I loved going there. I had so much fun there. We even took my mom there one time. <laughs> So, speaking of gay spaces, let's talk about your job at Club Flex. Oh, my job at Club Flex. They didn't want to hire me at first. Yes, guys. My nanny worked at Club Flex, as you know it. It just, and I told him, I said, I swear to God, I'm not going to bother any of you. I said, I'm I'm only here for the money. Uh That's all. I need a job until I can find another job. Just give me a chance. So, I passed out towels. I did I, I mopped. I did everything. I cleaned. I passed out towels. I did everything. And I got to use any of the machines I wanted to use. Sauna, anything. So for those of you that don't know what that is, Club Flex is a bathhouse. Yes. So back then, they allow, uh, what's the name, females inside bathhouse? I mean, she worked there. She wasn't, like, a customer there. I mean, so what's the name? Like, when I worked at Flex, what's called them? There was no females allowed on the on the on the grounds at all. Uh, yeah, but you're like what, nineteen or twenty? <laughs> I am thirty six, ma'am. <laughs> I'm not. And were there any like crazy? Because like that was back in the day. Were there any like crazy experiences that happened? Yeah, I want to know because I got crazy experiences. Yeah, there was there was all kinds. People used to try to sneak in too. <laughs> yeah, they they used to try to sneak in. They used to climb. In the back, there used to be a, not a fire escape, but there, it was brick. And some of them stuck out and you could walk up them. Not, not like stair steps, but you know, like a rock Mm -hmm. wall. Uh That's how they get in. So (laughs) I caught a couple people. And so one time I told them, I said, the next time one of y'all come in here and I catch you, I'm going to hang you out the window and drop you. (laughs) So one of them got in again. And so I hung him out the window. (laughs) <laughs> but I didn't drop. I didn't drop him. I, but you hung him over. I can't, I, can't. I did. I hung him out the window. I said, "Did I not tell you guys not to come back here?" So I'm hanging on to his ankles, and I'm dig. Oh, I was digging into him. I didn't mean to though. But <laughs> I didn't. Want, I didn't for real want to drop him though. I really didn't want to hurt him. I just wanted him. He he couldn't have been more than fifteen or sixteen. They didn't have any business there. Uh huh. Curious, I guess. Right. Trying to be together. 
And I, I think you, I remember you telling me that people would like wait outside. They would, they'd wait outside to uh, some guys. Now, when I get off work, I lived across the street because like the bathhouse was here and our house was like catty cornered. Mm-hmm. And I seen these guys jumped on these two guys coming out and I ran across the street and I, and I got mad and I started kicking ass. You don't jump on my people. I know that's right. You don't. You take up for the people you care about. Mm-hmm. And I I never really did. You know, I never had. I never really hated too many people. I hate ignorance. That's what I hate. Period. I feel that. I do. I hate ignorance. Because there's just too much of it. People. People need to wake up. And look around and. And the hippies had the right idea. Yeah, just love everybody. Peace and love. That's right. Yeah, love Peace and love. That was the era. Yeah, my Kush, no more. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's one of my shirts is going to be washed next. <laughs> my next question is, what is or as I say, who is your favorite football team? The Steelers. Go Steelers. Yes, that black and yellow, baby. She does. She represents her Steelers proudly. Look at that. She got her Steelers shirt today. She's wearing Steelers now. 1933? Is it 33? Yeah, 1933. Her coaster is Steelers. Her lighter is Steelers. Yeah, I I kept them too. Yeah, other Bill got that for that one time. Yeah, Bobby and Caleb were going to take it, and I said, no, you got everything else of hers. They took her camera. I bought her the camera for her birthday that year or the year before, and I bought the camera and got her the, and got something else, and it, altogether it was $100, and uh, they took that and let the kids play with it, I was told. Yeah, let one of the kids touch my phone. <laughs> I've always been like that, though, haven't I? Mm-hmm. I'm just... That's why I have so much. That's why I have old stuff. Yeah, I remember you telling me a story about my brother Andy. When he was like three or four, he had a whistle. Oh, yeah, I still have it. (laughs) (laughs) He blew it in my ear. Andy is 30 years old now, folks. And my nanny was telling me the story about how Andy was blowing a whistle in her ear. And tell him. (laughs) I snatched it out of his hand and I think it's in that black purse right over there. She told me that story, and she's like, I think I still have it in my purse, and proceeds to dig through her purse and pull this whistle out. <laughs> Andy's 30 years old, so we're talking like over 25 years ago. That's funny. So well, see, don't fuck first, around with Nanny. When I first met him, when I first met them, he'd run by me and frog me in the arm. He only, he yeah, did it twice, Jason, and I looked at him. Jason's the same way. Huh? Jason's the same way. They... They always want to hit you. Yeah, I got him the next time he came around. <laughs> hit him back. I did. And I looked at your mom and I said, boy, she's going to come over here and knock me out any minute. <laughs> but she didn't. She yeah. didn't say anything. But she seen she knew he was me. a little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> she seen him hit. Talked about her relationships, pregnancies, her jobs, club flex. My first, my first, my very first guy that I liked in school, his name was Jerry Schaefer. Oh, he was so Oh. Like high school? Middle school? Ninth grade. Okay. Ninth grade, your high school crush? Love that. Yeah, but... 
if money was not an option, what would, what would, if money was not an option, what would you want to do? Anything? Anything. Go island hopping. Yeah, me and Andy, like we said, we've been playing the lottery for a long time, and we always talk about we're going to get an RV, we're going to travel, and then we're going to vacation. Yeah, we're going to vacation for a couple of years and then come back and rest up for vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Buy a nice cozy but house. But island hopping, I don't know if I'd want to go that far, because there's no islands around here. <laughs> but That's traveling. why we, we slowly take our time down traveling in the RV. Yeah. Travel a little bit. Yeah, because I, I, Go back I to have Tennessee. Not, I swear to God, the whole time I've been here, I've never taken a vacation. Never. 22 years. I was gone overnight one time. One time. And I went to my daughter's. And the hospital doesn't count. Bill said, he, Bill, other Bill said that I had a vacation because I told him I wanted to go on a vacation. First, he says, why? You don't do anything. <laughs> Rude. And, and, I said, but I, I do more I do more than you think, and just when they know that he's going to be here, I don't have to do anything. Why would they want to be? They wouldn't want to be rude like him, right? So that, and then I said, he said, well, you are you just had a vacation. This was in two thousand sixteen. That's when she had her accident and got hit by a van and was in the hospital for months. Yeah, in the hospital, hospital and rehab. Yeah, I was in the hospital uh, five or six days, and then. I was in rehab. See, I went to rehab on November 18th, and I came home December 22nd because I took my first steps on. It was the Tuesday after Thanksgiving because the first time I got up out of bed and sat up was the day after Thanksgiving. I just got tired of laying. So I I asked the nurse, how could I? I said, who do I have to talk to to get up? And she said, a a physical therapist. I said, will you find me one? So pretty soon, Doug came in. He said, what can I do for you, Miss Hampton? I said, what do I have to do to get out of bed? And he said, be back in a few minutes. And he come back with a wheelchair. <laughs> he took me down to the... I wasn't, I wasn't an appointment for him, but he had some time. Mm-hmm. So he took me to the physical therapy room. It was real nice, wasn't it, Shane? And he put the weights on my ankles and had me move my ankles up and down. She was determined. She wasn't about to be one of those people laid up in the hospital. She wanted to be out of there and home as soon as possible. Shoot. And I'd be in the wheelchair and trying to get somebody race me down the hall, but nobody would do it. And this is why I'm such a big advocate for distractive driving, guys, because my nanny got hit by a van because some dumbass wasn't paying attention when he was Must turning be. on High Street in Whittier. So if you're familiar with the area in Columbus, Ohio... He was turning left off of Whittier on the high street. and Wasn't creamy. paying attention and knocked her 25. 25 feet. feet yeah. Wow. And then one of the one of the nurses at uh, rehab said, asked me how I fell. I said, what do you mean? I didn't fall. Oh, yeah, I guess I did after the car hit me and I flew and then I hit the ground. Right, she just assumed you were an older lady that fell at home or something. <laughs> nope, she got hit by a van, man. Right. <laughs> what? Yeah, Such said, a survivor, though. Such a trooper. Oh, that was scary. What is one of your f- favorite memories with Shane? Oh, the casino. When was that? What year was that? It was July 22nd, 2015. It was the same year I got hit, but it was in July. Because we got these new phones on the 20th. 
<laughs> the memory, guys. But if you ask me what happened a couple of days ago, I, I have to really stop and think about it. <laughs> I remember going to the casino, and that was when uh, selfie sticks were a thing. And it was, it was a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. It was on Wednesday. Yeah, and you were wearing your Mickey Mouse shirt. I ran it across was the green. picture the other day. Yeah, and you had your hair done. I used to do my hair all the time. Speaking of doing hair, so when will I get to put some fun colors in your hair, ma'am? What kind of fun colors? Whatever pastel color you want. I like pink and pastel green and pastel purple. Yeah, but that would be lilac, right? Lilac, yeah. Lilac. Mm -hmm. Like a lavender and a, real, mm -hmm. and a real light blue and a yeah, baby blue. I yeah. would love like a lavender, like a underneath mm -hmm. type situation. Any of them. Yep. Well, All we, of need, them. we need to make that happen. That we would be cool. They probably wouldn't like it here, but you know, it's not their hair. No, you just wouldn't want to do the top. You don't want it to be like a front facing thing. No, just, you gotta be or maybe about just it. the bottom. Well, yeah, just I underneath mean, where it's where. Yeah. I, all of this. Yeah. Yeah, not Nanny has very long, beautiful white hair. She said she want all of it. I mean, oh, China said, China said something about my hair last night. And uh, she said, she asked me about the color. I said, it grew in like this. I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get it that beautiful? Grew in that way. I, I didn't. It just grew in this way. Yeah, it is beautiful. It's, it's such blonde. a beautiful canvas to color. It's He's perfect. a colorist, so it's, it's, like, it's perfect. I know, and you do such good work. It's perfect. But color. he, I, I tell people when, when they're I'm on the phone with them, people that I don't know, and they'll ask me if I have kids and grandkids. I said, Yeah, I have a grandson that's a great hairdresser. I said I used <laughs> to go to the school that he, he uh, was going to, and I'd get the facial from heaven. Get my nails done, get my hair done, get a hand wax, get my makeup makeup done, $42. That is how much it cost me. $42 All and that. some change. Mm -hmm. That's it. And that's not expensive for a facial, get my hair done and, and makeup and everything. No, that's nails. One time it was still like $45 and I got eyebrow arch. <laughs> Better eyebrows. Yeah, Nanny was one of my favorite models when I was in cosmetology Every school. Wednesday. Yeah. And I'd always try to bring some, you know, treats for everybody. It was spa day. Yeah, spa day. And they all loved her. Everybody loved Nanny. I just... A, a lot of the girls from school, they listen to the podcast, so they'll, they'll really enjoy <laughs> getting to listen Hi, to this Hi, Regency interview. girls. <laughs> I love that. Shout out. <laughs> they like they were pretty cool. Out. They were pretty cool. I... I seen uh, uh, Michelle Hober. Amanda. Amanda Michelle. Amanda. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I couldn't think of what we called her, but yeah. I just seen her that one time with Sonia. Yeah. Sonia's you know, getting so big. Oh, she is. Yeah. She's so cute. She's Yeah, like... I seen her. And I seen, uh, I always thought she was so pretty, but she's always so skinny. But she's not skinny anymore. And she had on a pink top and pink jeans and a pink pair of sneakers, and I just envy her so much. Because <laughs> I can't find the sneakers. I mean, I love my I love my uh, Converse. But we had a good time. Nanny would Uber up to the hair school, and we would oh, call it yeah. spa day. Every we Wednesday. We would sometimes go have lunch after. See, and 
you know what killed me is when they I come home one day and I was looking at my phone and Miss Alicia got on there and she said something about the school the last day of school. Yeah, Nanny was the reason Nanny was how I found out because Miss Alicia had posted on Facebook that they were shutting Regency down and Nanny hits me up like, Hey Did you read Miss Alicia's text about the school and and you thought it was about the graduation or some party or something. I said, no, it doesn't have anything to do with that. And I didn't hear from him until the next day either. So I knew he knew. Yeah, it was devastating. I um, Yeah, shit. <laughs> I hated it. I hated yeah. it because it, it was an end of an era. Here. It got me away from here. I loved it. I loved getting my hair done and stuff. But the facial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and on that note, it is that 37th hour. I want to say thank you for listening to Conversation with Your Exes. I want to say thank you, Nanny, for being yes. a part of our podcast. Thank you for having me. I, I enjoyed it. it. And I just want to say that I'm, I've been so blessed being in the Young family. Yeah. I we love blessed. having just you. Just look at, look at the people I've met. I met you. I would have never met you. Yeah, Nanny is Nanny is everybody's nanny. All my friends, Sabrina, Sabrina misses you so much. And your mom and sissy even call me nanny. Yeah, nanny is. If you if you're friends with me, my nanny is your nanny, and you'll probably have some of her cookies or fudge or potato salad or something. Literally, my bestie nanny. <laughs> I like to cook. Yeah, thank you for sharing your life with us. I just really wanted to capture that moment. I think it's interesting. Hey, there might be a part two because I feel like there's even more that we could touch. Yes. <laughs> so many more stories. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, we didn't even dive into all my, of it. My, my time in Tennessee. Your time in Tennessee. Um, you know, yeah, we when can talk I didn't about... Go, when I didn't go with the kids, when I went to take care of my nanny. We can talk about whenever uh, Lisa got reunited with you when she was older. Uh, yeah, 2004. In 2004 is when you finally revealed oh, the adoption. Yeah. yeah, that'll be on the next episode. We'll talk okay. about my stepdad. Okay. Yeah. But thank you so much for being on our show. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I get to spend time with my two favorite guys. I And I got I got to learn a little bit more about you, too. So that's oh, always And I got that. to learn a lot about I you. I told you something different. Yeah, th there was a couple of things in there. I'm surprised. Yeah. Because <laughs> he knows everything about me. <laughs> Just little but details. You know Hold on, I can't. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> well, everything she's like, no butt, no joint. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Thank you for listening to our combo between X's, T Millie, and Plain Shane. <laughs> make sure that you like, share, and follow us on all social media platforms. And of course, make sure you listen to us on all your favorite podcast platforms. Till next time. Bye bye. That's a wrap. Bye. Thanks, Nanny. Love you. <laughs>